0: garden of knowledge Shia number 16 if you missed yesterday's show go back and have a listen because today's idea continues it welev says that of the four elements of creation earth air water and fire the element of earth corresponds to emuna as apostle inum chapter 37 dwell in the land and replenish yourself with emuna the other three elements, fire, air and water, correspond to the three spheres of the intellect Chakmu, which is wisdom, Bina, which is understanding, and Daat, which is knowledge. The Prophet compares Daat knowledge to water when he says, and the earth will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem like water covers the sea. Air and spirit are the same word in Hebrew Ruach. Therefore the Prophet links Bina to air when he says those of misguided spirit shall attain understanding. Fire symbolizes the soul which is the spark of divine wisdom that keeps a person going. Ner Hashem, the flame of Hashem is Nishmas Adam, is the human soul. But just as fertile earth makes things grow, so to Amuna is the growth medium for everything, for good character. Emunh corresponds to the earth. Fertile earth helping things to grow. So here we have a story then. Land is exposed and there's water. Knowledge of Hashem and the emuna. So perfection is attained when the earth and water come together. In a parallel fashion, emuna, which corresponds to earth, is strongest when it goes hand in hand with knowledge, which corresponds to water as well. We conclude that even though a person can attain emuna without being a Torah scholar, he should strive for a level whereby he can attain emuna together with the knowledge of Torah. A person attains a holiness of intellect when his Torah learning goes hand in hand with Amunna. If the learning is just intellectual and exciting because it challenges the brain, that's not gonna be an outgrowth of Amunna in that experience. And the truth is the more Torah a person can learn, the stronger the Amunna becomes. And the stronger a person's Amunna, the more his intellect is enhanced with holiness. Then he can grasp even higher levels of knowledge, thus strengthening. The as well. So we need to try and do both. Now, remember, on day three, we get Kitov twice. It was good. It was good. The explanation above of the connection of land and water at the beginning of day three gives us an understanding of why the Torah doesn't say it was good at the end of the second day. Water without land, that's what you've got on the end of day two of creation. It's just water above, water below. It's no land. Symbolizes Torah learning without Emuna. That's just intellectual excited stimulation, and that's not good. Torah without Emuna can lead a person far, far from Hashem because you've developed your mind and your intellect, and you can twist and you can fabricate and you can exploit. But when Torah and Emuna are bound together, then it's doubly good. On the other hand, Emuna without Torah, although it's not optimal, it's still okay. For the Torah, is like the earth sprout vegetation, and the earth brought forth vegetation. And Shem saw it was good. Earth, which is Emuna, gets the title of good, even when it's mentioned alone without water. That a person is basically good, even if he has Emuna without Torah. Nevertheless, refinement and perfection come from a strong connection of Emuna and Torah scholarship. Similar thought in Rabbi Nachman's writings. A person should try and be a tzaddik and a scholar. If he's not a scholar, it would be hard for him to be pious because you've got to know halacha and if you don't know anything, you're not going to know how to do it. But a scholar alone also is not good, since one might be a scholar but have horrible tendencies. The ideal is to be a scholar who is intimately familiar with the laws and wisdom of Torah and to be a pious individual of unswerving emuna, as well. Or as we've been saying today, land and water knowledge and emola. Have a good day being both. Take care, my friends.